Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Well, we just spent some uh, time. <laughs> talking about it's having so, to poop during a run it's so which none of us which have ever none experienced, of us have experienced by the way like i feel like there's some runners who listen to us who are like oh you get it and it's like no we disclaimer don't. we don't get it i just compared it to when i watched 10 episodes of friends <laughs> and then netflix asked me for, for the fourth time if i need to take a bathroom break and it's like oh yeah i get that yeah yeah i've been that, there that we get running while watching only watching tv <laughs> you know that great way to start this parallel. episode <laughs> welcome to and that's why we drink um where we don't do sports. Where we don't do sports. Um, hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. Great. I, about 10 minutes ago, was like, this is going to be a really good episode. And now I'm like, I like psyched myself out after the poop I talk. I said the word poop and now we're going downhill. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking cream soda. Oh, good. Which Christine bought me. So thank you, Christine, for that. <laughs> Sorry, weird it's very rare that I provide a beverage for you. So I just get really excited. No, that's fair. Um, and also we are going stainless steel straws. Just so everyone knows. The straws kill turtles, by the way. So just so Christine you know. literally carries stainless steel straws with her at all times. In case anyone wants to, like, find another reason to love her. We were in the airport oh, God. going to Nashville. And Eva and I had just gotten Starbucks and Christine was like, oh, I have a straw in my bag. And in my mind, I was still thinking like a plastic straw. And I was like, you're a psychopath. Like, I don't want your used plastic straw in your bag. Thank you. <laughs> it was like she had like several stainless steel straws ready to and go. And guess what I'm said? No, I want a plastic one. And I was like, <laughs> fucking fine. So you, they used a plastic one. And I was like, great. Well, Eva and I are going to save the turtles. Well, to be fair, and like this is like no excuse at all. But I have a weird thing. Uh, I came from <laughs> I'm going to sound like I came from like some dilapidated home but i just grew up where like i always had to like double wash dishes and so whenever someone hands me their own silverware i just have like this weird thing for my yeah, past and we'll like blow in glasses and rinse them out when you hand them and it's like yeah okay Christine, i'm not dirty <laughs> i know and i feel like such an <laughs> asshole but if i ever were to go to your house and you give me a glass i'm gonna wash it out before i drink out of it and it's not you it's me every time but, you're like don't worry it's not you and i'm like i mean it feels like me but, but then but then you know what allison went home with me to because she's used to me doing that too and then she went home to virginia with me and looked at all the dishes your in mom's our house not gonna like your mom's not gonna like this story. it's not my mom it's the dishwasher oh. has always just been broken and my mom has just learned to blindly not oh i care but okay. i care and so um allison came home and was like all oh, these dishes are really dirty and i was like yeah i know this is why i rinse like, everything do, uh, it's explains. a weird complex that developed within me so. it's all good it's all good you can keep using plastic and kill the environment i don't mind 
Jesus. Now we're going to. It was one time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm teasing. I I'm put teasing. it in the recycle bin when I was done. I know. I'm kidding. I'm actually totally kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, after you just like fucking steamroll me, do you want a present, Christine? What? I get a present? You yeah. Get, I do want a present. You get several presents. Do you actually. guys, are, am I going to be the hated one of the group now? Why? Because Cause you're making I'm me sound killing bad. you with kindness. What is this? Okay, this one was from our very... F- I'm just lifted up a fist like they're going <laughs> to punch me in the no, nose. No, because it's in my hand. Okay. It's a little baby animal. No, it's not. If it's a baby turtle, I'll scream. No, <laughs> it's the one we saved. Um, <laughs> the one that you killed with your straw. So, uh, oh yeah, so here's what we're doing. God, I'm sweating. This, no, 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 it's not a big deal. I forgot to give this to you back in May. I got this at CrimeCon. May, wow. I got this in CrimeCon when we were in Nashville because I wanted a token of our first live show. That is their first love. I was like, whoa, and <gasps> it's a l- Oh my god. It's a little moon pie pin. Um, I think moon pies are actually created from Memphis, Tennessee, not Nashville. Because <laughs> I think Goo Goo clusters are Nash or maybe those are Memphis. But too. I just saw I just love Wait, this is amazing. Wait. I just grew up eating moon pies, so that one had more nostalgia. It's behind so it. So cute. It's like a vintage like moon pie pin. Yeah. Em, that's so sweet. Okay, so my mom also got us something. She got me something. She got me something, but I'm going to share it with you because (laughs) we need it. Is it a dirty dish? No, it's not a clean dish either. Um, (laughs) So my mom, for her honeymoon with Tom, she went to several places, including Croatia. (gasps) Cool. And while there, she bought me something that I think was a slight that maybe maybe we need it. It's like how-to podcast. She, well, kind of. Uh-oh. She gave me a bottle of holy water. (laughs) from croatia okay wow we need this though that's what i'm saying yeah so there's that from linda and she does not linda. know that it's both of ours now but well it's yours but we can i assumed it should be here where we talk well, about i was all gonna say stuff. i feel like since all of the like robert the doll oh robert's tipped over oh all the robert the, doll robert the doll re- replicas <laughs> and things that people mail us we probably need we this. might as well just just actually spray this in a power wash a power hose through the room yeah i can get one of those spritz lids eva buys a power hose to pour holy water out of buys a super soaker yes um okay that is amazing thank you linda i mean it's not for she me did. but thank you linda i mean I we're definitely gonna use a fun honeymoon a funny moon <laughs> listen you're on top of shit okay you want the best part what there's more yes okay what okay so this is at in lieu of like you left nickelodeon <gasps> so i don't have much time left to be like time appropriate in getting you nickelodeon stuff so i Aww. like scrambled and got you some nickelodeon eh. stuff so close your eyes okay okay there's two. Oh, i can't figure out which one i want to give you first I i'm think gonna give you this one always one-upping everything okay so here's oh hang on close your fucking eyes i'm sorry you said here so i opened them hang on i'm gonna i'm gonna prepare it for you close your fucking eyes okay open your eyes <gasps> oh my god <laughs> um where the f- Frick, did you find You know this? exactly where I found it. Don't the be that Fry way. The Cook Games Bikini Bottom 2001. The shirt. Yeah. It was what all the competi- all the competitors wore. So. Um, okay. So there's that. Because well, like, I almost put it on, but then I realized I'd have to strip in front of you guys. Well, you've done it before. I have. Might as well just do it. I'm not wearing a bra today, so okay, nobody but needs that. Who knows? You might not want to wear that one, because you might want to wear this one. I cannot with whatever you're about to show you're me. You're going to lose your fucking mind, because I saw this and stopped breathing. I can't. Close your eyes. Okay. Step away from the Okay, go. <laughs> it's from Weenie Hut Juniors. Oh. oh, now I'm all nostalgic about leaving Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to uh, to oh, cause that for you. Em. 
but yeah weenie hut juniors this is the most amazing thing <laughs> it's draped across christine's you know body I right do now is i should just wear these to the live shows yeah like I, you know my favorite thing about them though because and also this is just like as someone who's like worked in props but i like that it doesn't it's not obvious like it looks like it's actually it's like a cute shirt right it looks like it was from the actual show like it doesn't have like spongebob square pants like, like plastered on it it's trademark like, nickelodeon like you have to know what's going on ahead of time to get the shirt that's why i love this because it looks like i just went to some weird weenie restaurant yeah. <laughs> that's why i like it too this is amazing wait i'm gonna i think just start wearing my nickelodeon shirts too okay i okay. mean i've already bought you like 20 you, so I you have, might as well start i have an entire closet full there you go also i already em, got one of you i got one of your christmas gifts already and i'm so excited em does this and i'm just like this is just so no you're gonna lose your fucking mind i'm gonna show eva when we're done here god damn it it's, you're gonna fucking love it Listen. i saw it and had one of my aha moments and i was like this is it uh, we know how those aha moments go and um, thank you that is so sweet the last time i had an aha moment and stuck with it we got a podcast so that, that's right <laughs> the last time you forced an aha moment on me we got this this thing happening i i know your christmas gift too i've been playing it for a while so oh just putting it out there i didn't plan shit i just walked through an aisle and found it well so you had an aha moment i had a grind it out in my brain moment got it okay so anyway that's it um, I wanted to add real quick before we get started that I was today, I taped an episode of Happy Half Hour with Brett Ehrlich mm -hmm. that was so much fun and it is a show on YouTube um, and he is this really funny comedian. He's great. He's so much fun to watch and he has a guest on and every week they talk about like happy uplifting news stories. So it's like a happy hour, but it's like um, basically like erasing all the bad shit that happened by talking about like fun, uplifting news stories. So nice. it was so much fun. Went out to Culver City to tape it, and it's releasing tomorrow. So when this comes out, the day before. So it releases Saturday, and it'll be, like, on my social media and stuff. So go check it out. It's a really fun show. Um, he has a lot of really great comedians and guests on it. And I'm going to be on it next month. That's right. So you so, might as well get started now and prepare for yes. M's. M and uh, basically what you do is you go on and you drink. And since M doesn't drink, <laughs> I know what you're drinking. I already know what you're drinking. Did you I already asked. tell him? Well, you I asked. They're already prepared. Oh, all yeah. right cool i think eva probably handled it he was just the i'm best. like i know but he was like yeah i mean i probably I planned it. <laughs> he was like yeah i know you know because i did it but it was so much fun and he was great and um his producer sophie is so much fun and sweet and it was just the best time so check it out cool and i'm gonna be on it next month yes so that's all i got i mean wow i just got bombarded with gifts and i'm like really overwhelmed your life is pretty hard i struggle okay? you're really lucky to have <laughs> me around i'm just saying Anyone could get random gifts at all times uh, from me, but it's you. But it's it's always look, been I'm you. Wearing my my. It's always been me. Oh oh, and oh, the microphone. Oh no, Eva, buy a new microphone. I injured myself. Oh boy. Uh, and I'm wearing my moon pie pin. Well, thank you, Em. That was very sweet of you. I, yeah, I know. I know you know. But um, I what know else? You also need me to say it. Oh, we should also say our we have a live show September twenty third at <gasps> yeah. the Hollywood Improv. Please buy tickets. We're running out, but we want it to be a full house. We have some some levels are sold out, like VIP dinner tickets and stuff. But there's still I think a few meet and greet tickets left. So go check it out. Go buy tickets. Um, and we will also be selling merch at the show. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sure. Um, right, Eva. <laughs> She's I like, just assumed, uh, Eva, are your eyes wide? Are you, are you scared? Are you frightened? Um, so we've got that coming out November 23rd. It's a Sunday Hollywood Improv. September 23rd. What'd I say? November. Whoops. September 23rd. Also November. It, yep. That's what's coming up. So uh, the other thing when it comes to live shows is, as you know, we have our DC shows on the 5th and the 6th of November. We had a, we're going to have a Philly show in 
on November 8th. Oh, I just thought a bug. Was it an actual bug? Yep. Did you feel it? Oh, blah, 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 blah. I oh. couldn't save it on time, Em. I couldn't save his life, and now he's in my digestive tract. That's so foul. <laughs> um, Do you regret giving me these gifts? I regret giving you a microphone and the ability to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... As I was saying, we have our Philly show November 8th, and truly the tickets went out today at 7 a.m. and basically sold out within the first four hours. Yeah, they went on pre-sale, and they were like, well, we sold out the pre-sale, so then they released the rest, and they're all gone. So you guys are fucking killing it. And so Thank you. We basically, this is what happens when we tell you guys, please buy p- tickets, please buy tickets. It really helps us. Here is exhibit A. You guys sold our show out in like four hours, and so... We are doing another Philly show the night yes! before, November 7th. This is brand new news. So. so we literally just found this out today mm-hmm. as you guys sold out the show. So thank you. We it's got like- an email from Andrew being like, listen, this went really well. Let's just get another show out there. So and truly, it's great because then he sees that and he's like, OK, so now we can build up on this tour and add more cities. So so when you, thank guys, you guys buy tickets, we're not kidding. It helps us. So, so thank you for everything. And we will have two Philly shows now. Yes, we do. And we have some other big, I know we keep saying it, but they're coming up and it's not, we're waiting. We're trying to, we'll say, sometimes we'll say in comments, like, stay tuned. And that's a hint, but like, we can't officially announce it. So they're coming. They're coming. Yes. A lot of big cities coming up. Prepare yourselves. So please go buy tickets for, um, I, both DCs are sold out. The November 8th, Philadelphia is sold out. So all you've got right now is the November 7th. Yes. Philadelphia. Please, and we're going please on come. some other stuff. Oh, God, I wish we could say it soon. Soon. Just get ready. Winter is coming. Oh, and summer. I don't know. Winter is darker. What the hell are you talking about? I was trying to think Summer's of a, over. a lighter experience. <laughs> um. Okay. Moving on. Story time. All right. Give me Give me a... I feel like we've done quite a lot of talking. Throw me a bone. That's not the right phrase. <laughs> throw me a ghost. I'll wait. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. 
ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Throw me a... Throw me a... Break. I just watched the episode of The Office where he's like, break me off a piece of that Uh, fancy uh, uh. feast. (laughs) Anyway. Um, okay, so I'm stealing your thunder a little. Oh, fuck, Em. But I told you I was going to do this, so you don't get to be surprised. Okay. I am covering the second part of the story, the aftermath in the paranormal world, that is the Lizzie Borden house. <gasps> oh, that's not stealing my thunder, because I already did it. You were mad that I stole your thunder, so. Yeah, I was I mad feel about like that. this is you getting I think even. I'm just projecting that I want you to be mad back. But I didn't do the ghost stuff, so this is perfect. True. Um, if I, you guys haven't heard it, go listen to the murder part. I tried to find the episode where we talked about Lizzie Borden, and I couldn't find it in time. I was going to like try and like so, say, like, go listen to this for... Someone on su- uh, our subreddit today was like, would anybody like like it if I made like a, um episode uh, list? The list or like, um what do you call it? No, like a guide? Yeah, like a guide, basically, of like what... And they <laughs> multiple people were like please like i can't find this which is one so episode. funny because i actually made one today which i'm you actually did? i'm gonna post it later yeah well someone already made one. Oh well i'm i just ages ago that's how i realized all our sponsors everything in each episode okay mine was not that thorough <laughs> but i did find out which i told you guys earlier to, i told christine and eva today is that this is currently this one does not count but as of last week we have 100 recordings yeah! out of her and that's why i drank episode i mean we have episodes plus listener listeners. stories but we, if you add it all up, it was exactly 100. So this is our 101st Dalmatian. Dalmatian. <laughs> this yeah. is me derailing the conversation. And Christine is Cruella. So. Fuck you. But Gio was Pongo. I did have a Cruella DeVille coat when I was little. So did, my, so did I. Yeah. I feel like those were big in the 90s. And I used to think my, my fake Halloween costume coat from Cruella was actually made of Dalmatian. And I felt. <gasps> oh like, my God. That's traumatic. I Listen, I lived in a fantastical world. I just thought that it was like your mom came right cut out of the bunch TV of Dalmatians screen. and sewed them together for you. <laughs> yeah, I, sure. Who knows? That's, Who knows? No, what but I was that's thinking. traumatizing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I you created seem to a, have worn it anyway. So <laughs> I created a very dark podcast with you in retaliation. It's not I guess. like any of us have problems. No, mental or otherwise. Okay. Anyway, I bottom line, I don't know where the Lizzie Borden episode is, but like, if you look far enough into the the web of our episodes you'll find it but i am going to do like a very quick like no pun intended butchered version of like wow that was quite a pun intended though all right butchered it butcher away you're like i'm going to like for those who have not listened to that episode i'm going to give a quick little thing but sure. i'm not going to steal I your mean, thunder it's, no it's smart to that way it's like a refresher for all of us i already threw the thunder at everyone so it's too late yeah anyway here we go <laughs> Buckle up, guys and gals and everyone in between. So, uh, the Lizzie Borden house is in Fall River, Massachusetts. It is an hour south of Boston. Boston. And I said this in the last episode, but I'm probably going to be repeating myself a lot. Or I said in the last Lizzie Borden-esque episode that I have been to this house. It is one of the coolest places I've ever been. It was super dark and spooky, but the tour was incredible. The guide was like the most informative guide I've ever met in my life. Really? And I used to be like a history guide. (laughs) in college and i was like yeah oh i gave shit i gave shit tours compared to this girl that's cool 
Um, so if you get a chance, please go. So Fall River, Massachusetts. Andrew Borden was Lizzie Borden's father, and he was a widower with two small daughters, and their the daughters' names were Lizzie and Emma. Um, also, since I did it last time, do you want to do the the song afterwards? You want to do the little chant? Sure. Okay. Do you remember it? Yeah. Okay. So Andrew Borden, he had the two daughters. He was a control freak with a mean attitude, and he had many personal issues, apparently, and he was a man who apparently did not treat his daughters too well, right. supposedly. Um, he then later in life married a woman named Abby and the girls did not like her and she really didn't seem to like them back. Mm. I'm totally going, I, I'm very aware that I'm skipping several big no, crucial yeah. parts, but true crime is your thing. Overview. Um, so there's also a man who claims to be Andrew's illegitimate son named William and he showed up late in the game and he demanded to be recognized as a potential heir because Andrew right. Borden has lots of money. And, uh, so they, I don't know, you might know, do you know if they ever decided, like figured out if he was actually his son? I think he was. Yes, okay. he was. Um, so Andrew Borden, after finding out about William, he changed his will and basically his will was either going to be left to Abby's family or it, he was going to leave the money to charity, which meant none of his three right. children were going to be getting any of the money. So before the murders, this is just like a fun fact. I guess. Can <laughs> it be fact, fun? Question mark? Can it be fun when it's about red rum? Um, <laughs> red rum. So before the murders, Abby Borden, the stepmother of Lizzie Borden, uh, she found the maid's cat in the basement with its head hacked off. Oh. Did you know about that? I don't think so. That was a doozy for me. Woof. Um, I mean, She was meow. in the basement and... F- meow. <laughs> Sorry, that's so bad. <laughs> You've cat to be kidding me. Uh. So... Um, <laughs> right meow. <laughs> right meow. So, yeah, she found the cat without its head in the basement. Jesus. Okay. I don't think I need to say this, but the cat was dead. What? I was... What? Go figure. I wrote these really late at night, and I made sure to put, like, (laughs) at the end, the cat was dead. Not, like, a zombie cat. Dear Future M, in case you didn't know. In case you forgot, a cat without a head means it's a dead cat. (laughs) Don't Um, worry, I googled it to make sure. But the, like, the theory behind that now is, even though she reported the cat, now in hindsight... Um, maybe they think that someone was practicing to actually behead humans. That was like one of the theories of like, fuck, you know, the cat's dead. Now we're going to move on to the bigger, the, bigger, better things. Butchering. So, uh, August 4th on August 4th, Abby, and then there's the maid of the house named Maggie, mm. Abby, Maggie and Lizzie were all in the home and Maggie was downstairs washing the windows. And then she went upstairs to take a nap. Abby was in the guest bedroom cleaning up after um, a relative stayed. And somewhere between 9 and 10 a.m. in the guest bedroom, Abby was killed by someone who pulled down the window shade to make sure nobody would see what was happening. And then uh, the killer lunged at Abby and somewhere around 18 blows to the head with a hatchet. God damn it. Andrew Borden then came home for lunch and he never went upstairs where his dead wife was. He had no idea she was there. But he laid down on the couch. Um, He said he didn't feel well, so he was going to take a nap. And as he was sleeping, his killer attacked him with a hatchet from behind Um, the couch. And pictures of their very dismembered bodies are still present within the house. And in a very sick twist of events, you can sit on a couch that replicates the original Right where the couch was sitting where he died and you can pretend to also look dead. And it's then very, look at photos of his body. Where like his couch. eyeball is missing and shit. It's very, very And the photos are twisted. online. Very Just twisted. FYI. Yeah. But I I remember I was given the opportunity to sit on the couch where 
like I think it was a different couch. It's not the same couch that he right, died right. on, but it looks exactly and the it's same. It's in the same spot. And it's in the same spot. I mean, like there was once a dead body sitting on a couch that looked like that right there. Exactly. And someone asked if I wanted to sit there and I was like, I guess I for the sake of like because I'm here on principle, I should and I like sat at like the very other side on the edge and like looked so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a little weird. And I was like, Oh, the dead body was here. Ugh. But anyway, I did it, I guess. Is that a good thing? We don't know. We're really happy. Um, So (laughs) we don't know. So uh, the killer attacked him while he was sleeping from behind with a hatchet and the hatchet. They hit him 11 times in the head and it stopped after 11 times, presumably because the hatchet handle had broken off when the blade caught his skull. God damn it. And the murder weapon was later found downstairs in the basement. And it fit perfectly into the cuts made in Andrew's skull. Mm. And it was the same hatchet that forensics later found. Mm. The blade had made the rips in Abby's headscarf. So it was confirmed that it was used for both of them. Okay. Um, Supposedly, Lizzie found her father dead on the couch. Although Lizzie was also in the house when all this happened. So where was she when two people died? She was napping. Yeah, right. uh Uh-huh. That's what she said. She no, Maggie was napping the maid. Oh, oh, oh. She, was she was supposedly was in the back or something. Oh, I, yeah, she's out by the shed. Yeah, yeah. She said that she re- told the police that she told Maggie that her father was hurt and she needed to go find a doctor and a neighbor. Uh, Lizzie was charged with three first degree murder counts, but ultimately was not found guilty because of a lack of hard evidence. Although she was freed after the acquittal. The public opinion is that she was incredibly guilty and how could she not be arrested? But at the time, I think it was mainly because she was a woman and very quiet and obedient. And it seemed like there's no way she could have done this. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. I think there was a lot of like, how could this like, there's demure no woman have done such a thing? Right. 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 So Lizzie and Emma received their full inheritance because the new will mm. had mysteriously disappeared. Right. Lizzie and her sister then moved up to a much wealthier neighborhood and they bought a mansion called the Maplecroft. And in 1918, the Borden home was sold to a private family and slowly inherited um, into a new family that as of 1948, the family line is called the McGinn family. So I think the McGinn family inherited it from one of the McGinn's grandmothers who was part of the original family. Got it. It slowly has trickled through inheritance into new families. Sure. So as of 1948, the McGinn family lives in the house or they lived in the house and then they decided that people wanted to check out the house. They started to monetize off of it. Right. And they renovated it and restored the mansion to look as it did when the Bordens lived there. And mm-hmm. as of 96, uh, it is opened up as a Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast. You can sleep in the master bedroom or in the room where Abby Borden um, was found dead, uh, which, by the way, in all of these spots, like all the hot spots in the house, you can like there's pictures of like the crime scene photos right next right. to where you are it's very weird it's very macabre like you can you're literally like sitting on a bed and you're like oh what's on this nightstand oh it's the picture of someone who died exactly where i'm sitting on this bed like yeah. there's the pool of blood that they had to clean up for me to be able to sit like here a photograph of it yeah. it's really really fucked up but also no judgment if that's you before we hear anything if who's who like if someone if someone's been there and like slept there like i don't want to i'm not judging you oh, oh, oh no but also yeah. for me it's a little too too much i could not do it yeah yeah, yeah. It's um, a lot. so uh, so the proprietor now her name's leanne and she uh says that it's not unusual for guests to run out of the inn in fright she says that she has heard floor creaks above her when no one's upstairs there have also been doors that will open and close in front of you shamelessly 
supposedly. Shamelessly. Where it's like, it knows you're watching and it's not supposed like, to be able oh, to do Oh, you're that. looking at me? It's like, hello, slam, <laughs> slam, slam. Um, she's also smelt a faint floral scent, like a perfume. And uh, fresh light bulbs will burn out. So she says that she, although she's not a skeptic and absolutely believes in the afterlife, they don't really ever bother her. And so she doesn't ever get scared enough to leave. Right. And at the time she was living in this house um, at night. And so... She said that there was only one night where they even scared her out. Whoa. Excuse me. Which was in 2004, just after she had bought the house. Um, she was falling asleep in the parlor room and woke up, of course, at 3 a.m. She peeked down into the front entryway and she saw a bunch of shadows in the hallway, but she was able to like figure out like, okay, that shadows the coat rack, that shadows the mirror, right, that shadows right, the right. table. Um, so she was like kind of like figuring out which shadow belonged to each thing and she said that there was a uh, chandelier that was always lit and the chandelier could only be turned off if someone got up on a giant ladder and removed the bulbs. Oh, God. So there's that chandelier in the same hallway where she's trying to figure out all of these shadows. She says that she was able to make sense of all the shadows in the hallway except for one. Oh, God. Quote, and as I'm looking at it, it walks up the stairs. No, 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 no. As she tried to process what was going on, the power in the chandelier started surging, and about three seconds later, every single light bulb burned out one by one. Oh, my God. One by one? One by so one. Just like, do, 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 it's like someone was just, like, twisting each one. Oh, no. Um, and then, quote, I said to no one in particular, you win tonight and slept in my car. You win. Slept in your car. That's rough. That's rough. That means you're really freaked out. Oh, I mean, been there, though. Yeah. So, um... Andrew Borden, his ghost apparently enjoys watching people walk throughout the home. Um, apparently, people feel pats on their back. He's just like, you go, he's champ. Like, he's like, you fucking go he's up those everyone's stairs. everyone's stepdad. He kind of is. He's like, rock and roll sport. <laughs> go sport. <laughs> you got this, tiger. Um, tiger. He also answers EVPs very often, and he apparently goes about what he used to do when he was alive throughout the house. You'll hear, like, random drawers open and close. You'll hear um he's like hard boiling eggs yeah and like, he's like yeah cleaning his shoes okay got it yes you know those things that we do every day right uh, cleaning, cleaning our, our shoes, shoes and <laughs> hard boiled eggs <laughs> listen um, i'm a german that is what we do every day <laughs> uh abby borden uh she is often seen in the guest bedroom which is now called the john morse room because john morse was the last man um, to be in the room he was the guest that was staying there which right. abby Borden was cleaning up after right um Apparently, in that room on the bed, you will see an indent, uh, an indent of a body on the bed, as if someone is lying there, mm -mm. and you will see it actually like compress Depressed into the down. bed and oh, come God back up. Damn it! Uh, as if someone's lying on top of it, and you'll also hear cries in the middle of the night from that room. And an older woman with gray hair has been seen puttering around the home oh, near that no. room, and she was sixty-four when she passed. <laughs> Um, she was like doing the sheets and stuff so she yeah. was like puttering around she was oh. literally like cleaning off the bed oh god so lizzie borden apparently there's an apparition of a woman that looks like lizzie so one can assume mm -hmm. and it has been seen down in the basement looking around perhaps trying to like get rid of evidence because oh, that's where the hatchet shit. was found so they think that her spirit might be reliving that um, like frantic might, moment might keep reenacting like that big oh, crucial part my god that just gave me chills because in they'll hear like You'll hear a bunch of footsteps, like, frantically running up and down the stairs as if, like, they're trying to hide things or cover up before someone gets home. Right. And then you'll hear, like, the clanking of, like, a hatchet on the ground downstairs. Oh, my God. And you'll see a shadow of someone running around looking for stuff, so. God damn it, that's scary. Um, apparently, 
People have also seen a black shadow person in the shape and size of Lizzie pressed up against the walls trying to hide from someone coming downstairs. Oh, ew. It's like you can even... Then it looks like a home, intru- like yeah. a home invasion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like that. Um, but nobody's there. Oh, I don't like that one bit. Maggie the maid. Um, did you know... Did I mention this in the thing that Maggie is actually like a name that maids were given back then like a name yeah her name was bridget yeah and they would like and so i looked up like why was she named maggie well it turns out like a ton of people back then would name would nickname their maids maggie it was like a like a weird trend or something weird and so maggie was just like the name of a maid it's like how we call our assistant the occasional <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like that it's just exactly like that uh, that's so anyway, weird why would they was, pick that name i think it's like you know back every time i said something like um to my mom like there's a name like elsie or something and that's my stepmother's name but in german like that's the name of a cow like they would just yeah. call the cows that and i think it's just like a generic like um you the know cows name and is maggie i don't know <laughs> i just that's the only other parallel i can think of of like that's weird no i didn't i don't remember that i think she was irish and i think that maybe had something to do with it. i don't know but maybe it, i just remember looking up why her name was maggie but also um bridget. bridget and i was like that doesn't make any sense but she probably was irish it's her last name sullivan yeah i think she was irish i don't know if that had to do with the maggie or not but anyway um but so maggie her ghost uh they have gotten evp recordings of her um they have heard horrified screams oh god and they have also heard ma'am come quick oh god and they think that that might be maggie talking about like some random experience or it might be maggie talking about like a neighbor saying please come and like look at what come is quick. going here right oh god or it might be lizzie Oh. pretending like she like oh maggie discovered it maggie come look at this yeah oh, god there are also cold spots in maggie's room and there's an apparition of a woman dressed in maid's clothes that walks by she also apparently still uh, does her old chores and like still takes care of the house because you will hear shushing when you are too loud <laughs> and she uh there's shadow people that do chores around the house that they assume is her First, oh. that's the nicest shadow person i've ever well, met in my I was about life to say, hold on that sounds it's like okay kinda, can you vacuum for me thanks kind of great <laughs> you can stay here as long as you like keep the place clean but you got the dishes okay awesome You're better than some of my other roommates no yeah um shadow person roommate but yeah so apparently she will still do like very like mundane mundane oh my god cleaning jobs it's just weird that she would manifest as a shadow person and also a person in maid's clothes yeah it makes you wonder like oh can you just change it will or maybe it's fragmented maybe like based on where the energy like what the energy what's going on with the energy like if it's a good memory or if it's like a reminder of what happened because there's also i know you talked about this in your in your story but um apparently maggie potentially knew who the real killer was right. and then like died with that secret right holding on to it yeah yeah, yeah. That's so maybe point. like there's some dark energy of like i know what happened and has this and guilt she had to hold on to it yeah yeah or she saw it or knew about it yeah also maggie's cat the one without a head mm-hmm. um apparently they that cat is also a ghost in the house people hear disembodied meows Poor baby. to a point where visitors think that there's a stray outside oh and sometimes they'll think that there's a cat that got into the house because they'll say hey i just saw a cat run by right and they're like oh no why would you assume that yeah so okay so that so that happens and then also a an invisible cat will rub up against people (laughs) on the second and third floor bedrooms which is where maggie's room was visitors will feel a cat sitting on their chest while they're sleeping and then just the most annoying thing on earth you can also hear the blanket getting scratched like when the cats do that thing like that 
and then they take their claws when they and take, go. When they like, I don't like stretch their they're claws. They're massaging their bed because they're gonna lie down on it. Whatever. When it's like they just like grab a fucking chunk of it and just pull yeah, yeah. it. And they're getting their bed ready. Rips apart thread and stuff. Apparently, <laughs> a ghost cat does that. It's like God. Even in the afterlife, you're ruining my That's shit. That's true. It's like their claws are still there. Really? Okay. Yeah. Great. And then also, apparently, the lights, like I said, turn on and off. Um, new owners have been in the house, and in front of them, they will literally watch the wall switch flick on and off by itself. Oh. Like when, the light switch? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, when no one is upstairs, the staff will hear the doors open and close, followed by footsteps. Shadow people have been seen on the staircase going down to the main hall and walking into other parts of the house. Um, staff and guests have felt someone brush against them on the stairs. And the property owner, Leanne, has felt a cold finger run down her neck and back. Oh, God. That's horrible. I wonder how, like, if it had a really sharp nail. That would be even creepier. Ew. You know, like, it would be less threatening if it was, like, a dud finger. Like, a dull finger. Really? I feel like a finger is more like him touching you. Oh, I guess so. I, I was know. thinking more, like, demon... Like the a... claw's creepy, yeah. But I feel like with a finger, you know it's a finger. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're like, it's a cold finger. You're like, that's a finger. Someone's okay, like, that is kind of like too. running their finger. Ew! I just either way, I mean either one is truly I mean, the worst. Great. I don't want either. No, me neither. People also hear the sound of people playing marbles upstairs. <laughs> That's just the saddest game to play. <laughs> I don't like it's marbles. Not hooping, it's no hoop and stick. No hoop and stick. <laughs> God, I can't wait until like I'm on the other side and I'm hanging out with some colonial Williamsburg people and they teach me how to hoop and stick. Like I've been waiting my whole life for this. Riot and a half. Um, people also hear the sound of a giant thud upstairs as if a body dropped dead onto the floor. Oh, no. Photos of misty humanoids have been taken in the living room where Andrew Borden died. Gross. In 2007, there was a paranormal investigation team who actually saw misty human-shaped people manifest out of nowhere. If you leave cameras around during investigations, the cameras will, will turn themselves away from where you point them. <laughs> oh, no, that's not okay. And they'll find out later because they leave the camera running and then go upstairs. It, like, turns. And, like, they'll watch the recording later and it, it does, like, a full 360 I, by itself. I, actually, that really upsets me. If you... <laughs> that's really creepy. That's super creepy. You gotta have a camera on every camera to yeah. see what yes. is turning it, you know? Yeah. You have to have, like, an aerial one, so even if it turns, it's 360. still in the same yeah, way. Correct. There are also EVPs caught of Lizzie and Maggie both humming and saying each other's names. Oh, God. There's an episode of Ghost Lab where investigators <laughs> asked, did Lizzie kill you for your money? And a male voice screams back, you got that right. Uh, There's footage of what looks like the apparition uh, of Andrew in his own crime scene photos. Okay. Like, if you look back in some of the photos that weren't ever really shown, oh, there are, there's a shadow that looks like Andrew standing next to and looking down at his own body. <gasps> How horrific. That's literally exactly what I'd do, though. As soon as I'm gone, I'm going to be standing next to my body being like, like, what did you do? Like, how did, it was not that hard to nap. Look what, look what happened. Look what you did. It seems that the you spirits. You our good couch. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, well, who's going to sit here now? <laughs> um apparently thousands and thousands yeah, of tourists every year me, awkwardly in 2015 i'm on the edge <laughs> it seems like apparently the spirits are more communicative now because of the interest that has been stirred so like oh. they're more willing to speak because they know tourists want to talk to them and they like i guess have something There's to like say an audience for them yeah yeah kind of like mean, our podcast <laughs> now um, we just don't talk about everything 
Andrew is the most common spirit that will provide EVPs and speak back to you. So usually when they do EVP sessions, they will request Andrew for in hopes that wow. they'll have a high probability of getting someone to talk. And Abby is apparently the most common sighting where not only are screams heard when you see her, but people say that they will experience a third person viewing of the moment that she died. Oh, where God. as you're walking up the stairs... And from the corner of your eye, you will see a woman standing there and someone strike her in the head. Oh, my God. That's really traumatic. And then when you when you fully look over to the room, no one's there. Oh, God. Some have reported the sounds of women crying. Others claim to have seen a Victorian woman dusting the furniture. And she will also straighten the bed covers. But apparently she has also straightened the bed covers while the guests are still in bed. And people oh, will just like feel the bed tightening around them, and they're like, "Oh getting my tucked god!" In. <laughs> it's like, "Am I getting tucked in or suffocated slowly?" Yeah. I don't know which. <laughs> and then there's a cat also going like this. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> just the worst. Right on your shin too. So, you know, they sometimes get you. Yes. Um, some hear footsteps going up and down the stairs and pacing the floor upstairs. Um, muffled conversations in empty rooms. On your favorite ghost adventures. A drawer opened, a drawer next to the bed opened on its own in the room that Aaron was staying in. Also in Ghost Adventures, there's an EVP of Andrew saying, tell them about the girl. <gasps> um, when they were asking, do you know who killed you? Oh, no. And then they got, tell them about the girl. As if he, some spirit was talking to another spirit about. And saying like, tell yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that EVP came out. Very clear, in my opinion, and it was also very angry and truly yelling. It was a very large energy that said that. And it didn't... The people that were there, so Zach and his squad... Um, his posse, actually, is what his I... His like entourage. Right. They didn't hear that in live time. They found it later in playback. And they were also doing flashlight interviews at the time, where they had flashlights, like, very sensitive to... If if something were to brush up on it, it the battery might like get... tap on and off, sort of. Yeah, tap on, tap off to make the flashlight work clap on clap off clap on um 1985 so basically they were doing flashlight interviews at the same time and as soon as it said tell them about the girl uh, a light behind zach turned on by itself oh god that gives me the creeps next door to the borden house was the home of lizzie's great uncle um and his name was lodwick which i've <laughs> never heard of in <laughs> That's a name that I'm glad does not exist anymore. I was anymore. about to say, that is my child's name. Uncle Lodwick's. Blaze? Lodwick Lampagnale. Lod, like, when people are saying Lord, but L-A-W-D. Lod Wick. Lodwick Lampagnale. Oh my, my child. God. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Um, Uncle Lodwick's wife, Eliza, I remember they're right next door, um, murdered two of their three children. What? By throwing them down a well. What? And then slit her own throat with a straight razor. What, M? Are you serious? It is said that those two children, named Eliza and Holder, haunt the Lizzie Borden house as well because it's right next door. Because they're like, well, there's other ghosties here. Yeah. Wait, holy shit, I did not know that. So guests will bring small toys for them, probably as a bribe to not get haunted. Um... And apparently a doll, if you bring a doll, sometimes it will reposition itself. Or if you bring a ball, it will roll on its own down the hall. Um, guests have reported hearing children's laughter and the sound of kids running up and down the second and third floors. There is a room in the house literally called the children's room because it has the most activity with children. Right. Guests will also leave the clean room and come back to it messed up and then clean again in a matter of minutes. Um, there's one story I found of a man that was a skeptic and went to the b&b with his wife and he only they only went there for one night but he took their luggage upstairs and started unpacking while she looked around 
and the room had been perfectly made up. And after a few minutes of unpacking, he looked over to the bed again and saw that it was a complete mess. Oh, God. And there was an imprint of a person lying there while he's unpacking. Like on the pillow and stuff. Yeah. He noticed that the folds of the comforter looked like the curves of a human body. And there was an imprint in the pillow that looked like a human head. No. As if someone was tossing and turning literally right next to him. Mm -mm. So he went downstairs to grab his wife and brought her upstairs. And a few minutes later, when he showed her the room, it looked perfect as if no one had ever been in there. Yeah. The whole place was totally clean. Also, people have gotten scratches on their arms and faces that apparently are in the exact same spots as Andrew and Abby got hit with the hatchet. Oh, how sad. So you'll just have like phantom scratches show up. How sad. Those who stay in the room where Abby died will complain about migraines because she literally got hit in the head fucking 20 times with a hatchet. And some guests report waking up in the middle of the night to seeing shadow figures by their bed, Mm. one of them with a mangled head. Oh, God, what a nightmare. And last but not least, some have said that they wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and they will step in a puddle of blood that has reappeared right where Abby would have bled out from her wounds. Oh, they step in a puddle and then can you imagine being barefoot this is the worst part or in your socks so oh in your sorry socks. <laughs> that's like worse like stepping squelch. in a puddle of blood with your socks on is just got to be the worst feeling squelch squelch um but then when they go to look down and they see the puddle of blood when they blink they wake back up in bed lying no! down they dreamt it they dreamt oh it. Ew. Ew, ew, ew and then they look down and there's no blood Ew. But multiple people have had this happen to them. That is bananas. I'm not sleeping there. So I told you, I told you, I told you, the Lizzie Borden house is haunted. Uh, I be- listen. And warrants a ghost story. I did not question it, believe me. So there you go. What the frick? Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. 
Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. On some eye cream, so I don't know. No. With your stainless steel straw that I provided you. <laughs> um, all right. Wowza. That was wild. Would you like some more wine, Eva? You're good. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so I started drinking gin at the happy half hour taping at 345. So I'm... And you're still going. Still going strong. You don't even need that Weenie Hut Jr. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You're a, you just belong at full Weenie Hut. I'm... <laughs> I'm the mascot. You're of like Salty Spittoon, is I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah. <gasps> yes. Truly, if there's a Salty if, Spittoon shirt say, out there. One of us should have the Salty I, Spittoon I was gonna say, shirt. Well, obviously, you wear that. I wear this. and we. I like how obviously I'm Salty Spittoon. And like, well, I mean, you already gave me this, so it's ha- too late. Have you seen the um, the tweet or the Tumblr post? There's a caption that says, like, welcome to the Salty Spittoon. How tough are you? And then someone posted a video of them letting a Razor scooter hit them in the ankle. <laughs> like okay you're in lifetime membership wow you are current you the bouncer's gone you're you're in you're on it you're in it anyway that's probably one of my favorite like tweets that's i it's one of my you retweet it uh, every time i see it i retweet it find it it just makes me laugh every time because you can hear it you can hear the sound of the scooter hit the ankle okay well that's and it's like it's like oh been there oh i'm so tough i'm i'm definitely a weenie hut juniors kind of person me me too let's be real I mean, I have the shirt to prove it. <sighs> Moving on. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you can erase most of that. I no, think. don't. Actually, don't. No, do. Okay, but don't. It, I just say don't because I want. It, I want to be surprised. <laughs> I like. I know she's gonna listen to you, but also I just like to pretend. Uh, okay. It's a game of chance now. All right. Everyone loves this part. It's so fun for everyone when we do this. Okay. Um. You ready for a story? Or what are you doing? I want to put my hand in the pocket. These uh, chairs are kind of like cargo shorts because they have like eight thousand pockets on the side. You're welcome, by the way. Oh, I'm not even in mine right now. I rolled over in the office chair. No, my hand feels safe now. Uh, well, I, all I want is for your hand to feel safe. Okay. Ready? You want a story? <coughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to get ready. So. Okay. This is the story of Amy Lynn Bradley. Nope. The disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley. Okay. Does that? No. No? No. All right. You might know about it when you hear about it. So Amy Lynn Bradley was born in Petersburg, Virginia in 1974. Where's that? Nobody knows. Okay. I know where Petersburg is. I thought you were looking at me like, because you said Virginia, I must now know the entire story. <laughs> no, no, no. But every time I say Virginia, both of you like look at me. So I'm like, I might as well oh, you were prepare like, for it. You were like ready for the look. Yeah. Okay. I know where Petersburg is. Okay. So in 1998, uh, when Amy was 23 years old, her parents told her that the family had won a week long cruise and Amy didn't really want to go. So she was athletic and adventurous um, and was actually an avid swimmer, but she 
was not into like the open ocean cruises weren't her thing and like she was like this kind of gives me the creeps i don't really want to go but her family convinced her to go so on march 21st 1998 the day after by the way she adopted a, a puppy oh yeah. why'd you have to you did that truly to so for the she adopted the puppy no i think it's just okay it's part of the story actually so she adopts okay. this puppy and she's going to pick him up the day she gets back from the cruise and she had just graduated from college, like just starting fresh, basically. So she goes on this cruise with her parents, Ron and Iva and her brother, Brad, and they board a ship called the Rhapsody of the Seas on March 21st, 1998. Oh, that's a... Wait, what year? 1998. Okay, never mind. I thought I knew that ship. Oh my God. Sorry, okay. I'm from a cruise family. I know you are. I, this is why I was just like... Sorry, I heard Rhapsody of the Seas and I was like, oh, that's an amazing ship. And then I, I mistook for something else. preparing for this story. Okay. And they set out on their trip. So one thing that I kind of like, a little like a little side note, like, so her brother's name is Brad. Mm -hmm. Their last name is Bradley. So I'm like, Brad so, Bradley. Brad Bradley. You know, someone at my job's name is Fernando Fernandez. So. But I mean, I feel like when you have a name like that, you just got to do it. You just got to go with it. Bradley to, Bradley. To your kid. Yeah. Like Lampshade Lampignelli. What was his name again? <laughs> <laughs> what was the guy's name? Lodwick. Lodwick Lampignelli. Yeah. Whatever. Well, maybe, maybe Eva can name her child Gross Gross. That's right. <laughs> that would be perfect, I think. Okay. I'm or maybe like just name your child really, really gross. Really gross. <laughs> but spell it like an alleyway, like R I L I. <laughs> really gross. <laughs> really gross. <laughs> oh, I'm so on board. Anyway, Eva, write that down. Okay. <laughs> Eva, write down your own child's name that we decided. <laughs> Go. So we can't forget to yell at you when you don't actually do it. Okay. Um, so anyway, so Brad Bradley, just, just had to throw that out there. Uh, early morning hours, March 24th, 1998. So they're about two and a half days into the cruise. Amy and her brother, Brad, are partying it up in the ship's dance club with the ship's band, Blue Orchid. One of the band's members, Alistair Douglas, a.k.a. Yellow. Oh, my God. Wait, do they all have color names? <laughs> I thought that, too. I was like, maybe they, but they only talk about Yellow. Love it. So Yellow said he and Bradley parted ways around 1 a.m. That morning, sometime between 5.15 and 5.30, Amy's dad, Ron, saw her asleep in a chair on the cabin balcony, like in a recliner chair. Mm -hmm. So he gets up. He's like, I'm going to let her sleep a little bit longer. He lies down. He gets up about a half hour later, around 6 a.m., and notices she's not on the balcony anymore. Oh, no. So he gets up to go look for her, but to no avail. He later said he didn't know what to think because it was very much unlike Amy to leave and not tell her family where she was going. So also missing with her were her cigarettes and her lighter. But she clearly intended to leave only briefly as she didn't bring her shoes, identification, or any other of her items with oh, her. Oh, no. So her family couldn't find her anywhere, so they reported her missing immediately to the ship's crew. And they begged authorities not to dock the ship because they were afraid that if someone had hurt or taken her... They could then escape that They way. would escape, exactly, and get off the ship. But the crew allegedly refused to not dock the ship and wouldn't even page Amy until the ship was at port. <gasps> so the ship docked in Curacao and they conducted extensive searches of both the ship and the sea. The Netherlands Antilles Coast Guard conducted a four-day search that ended on March 27th and Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines chartered a boat to continue looking for her what you know Royal it Caribbean. is well i was thinking rhapsody of the seas and i was like i think that's real caribbean but then you said 1998 and i was like i don't know that seems like maybe it wasn't the time because that was more like explorer of the seas kind of year but you said okay this i feel just, i feel validated this now is heinous sorry no i love royal caribbean okay hashtag well, not you're, an ad you're not gonna like him anymore oh boy. so uh they chartered a boat to continue looking for her but they ended their search um on march 29th so uh, Amy's family protested that the search was tainted because a lot of people had already left the ship, including guests and crew. Like a third of the boat had already left Jeez. before they conducted okay. their search. Turns out they didn't even search 
They searched the public bathrooms and the hallways, but they didn't search any employee cabins. They didn't search any passenger cabins. They basically searched, like, the public areas of the ship. So, like, the pool area and the bathrooms, but, like, that's it. And they didn't find that out until much later. So that was, like, really bad. And they didn't tell anyone, like, look out for this woman. They just were like, we don't want to put taint this trip for everybody else, you know. Right, got it. So Amy was a trained lifeguard, and investigators said there was no evidence that she had fallen overboard or died by suicide, especially because I mentioned there were all these things, like she had just adopted a puppy, and like she didn't even really want to go on this trip, and like she had just graduated college and was ready to start her new career. Like everything didn't, like nothing pointed to she jumped overboard. But also, like, how do you really disprove? proves like well the, you the can't claim. yeah it's like someone could have literally just fallen there's no like physical oh but not falling so they were saying like suicide wise oh. they didn't think that she was a candidate of like Got suicide because they were like it just didn't match up with like the trip she was having and the, her new career path sure. and like she had never exhibited signs of suicidal tendencies and then they said she was like a trained lifeguard and a swimmer and they dragged the sea around the area that they were like they didn't and they were like she could have fallen over the edge but like with her lighter and cigarettes and like it just didn't it didn't match up and most experts say that's they don't believe that 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 is what happened so um based on brad's so her brother account of the evening amy's family suspected that the ship's crew was involved in her disappearance um brad claimed the crew was giving amy special attention at the party that night and that led the family to believe that one of the crew members had smuggled her off the ship and into sexual slavery. Oh, shit. Yes. So one month after she went missing, Ron, so her dad, and Brad, her brother, returned to Curacao to pass out flyers and talk to locals to try and pinpoint if she was there. Amy's father said that he received a tip from a taxi driver who claimed that Amy was still alive and on the island. The taxi driver claimed that he had spoken to Amy when she came up to his cab and asked him where she could find a phone. So the driver suggested three specific places on the island, and Ron and Brad went to all of those places but found nothing. So that was their biggest fear, is that, like, she had been taken and smuggled. So their fears were not unfounded, because even though the initial investigation led nowhere, several tourists and visitors to Curacao have claimed to have seen Amy Lynn Bradley over the years. Oh, my gosh. So now I'm getting into sightings. Okay. So in August of 98, which is five months after Amy went missing, two Canadian tourists spotted a woman who matched Amy's description on a beach in Curacao. The woman even had the same tattoos as Amy. So I'm going to list the tattoos now. They are the most 1990s tattoos you have. Like, I can't wait. Like, can you like throw out a 90s tattoo? Um, I want to, but I'm going to do that thing where if I say something, I'm going to say the wrong thing and it's not going to last. Like what? Frosted tips or like crystal Pepsi or something? No, tattoo. Oh. Like a tattoo of frosted tips. What the hell? Okay, you're right. You did that thing. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Tattoo of hair. (laughs) All right. Okay. So she had a Tasmanian devil. Oh. Spinning a basketball on her shoulder. Wow, that is 90s. I told you. But I didn't even know what 90s was until you just said it out loud. I was like, oh, how have I been wrong my whole life? And we all know that you didn't because you just expressed exactly that. Sorry. The sun on her lower back. Mm Mm-hmm. A Chinese symbol on her right ankle. Okay. And a gecko lizard around her belly button. The gecko lizard gets me too. Thank you. That's also very nice. It's kind of tribal around her belly button. Like it kind of matches ankle tattoo Chinese symbol. I feel like every one of our parents had like that weird one shirt from some random island that had a bunch of geckos on it. (laughs) Very 90s. My mom has a Cuba one. Yep. My mom has a Miami one. Yeah. That's such a thing. Yeah. The island of Miami. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean. 
Sorry. You know, Florida's very tropical compared to fucking Virginia. All right. Excuse me. The island. I'm sorry. It made me laugh. Okay. Da-da-da-da. That's yeah. why we're here. So she had a lizard around her navel. Okay. Whole thing. She also had a navel ring. So anyway, this woman, these can- Canadian tourists, this canorist. God damn it. The loves of my life. Canadians. Sure. Your people. Your homeland. Yeah. Okay. Da-da-da-da-da. So these Canadian tourists, so they spotted this woman and they noticed that she had tattoos that matched the tattoos of that Amy had. And in 1999, so a year later, and she was with some men on the beach, like just walking on the beach. In 1999, a member of the Navy visited a brothel in Barbados and claimed to have run into Amy. Recognizing him as an American, Amy supposedly told him her name, said that she was being held against her will and asked for help. And said, I'm Amy Bradley from Virginia. Please help me. And I'm being held against my will. Unfortunately, the officer uh, kept the information to himself, fearing the repercussions uh, that would come with the solicitation of a sex worker. So he did not contact the Bradleys until after his retirement. And then he went on their website and contacted them and said, oh, back in 1999, I ran into her. Why? At that point, why would you even fucking say anything? You're such an asshole. It's terrible. I'm sure it was weighing on his conscience. Conscience. I hope it was. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. So um, the brothel in question. So finally, investigators went and like checked this place out. It had recently burned down completely. So there was nothing they could do. Uh, the fall of 1999, a man named Frank Jones contacted the Bradleys and claimed that Colombian gangsters were holding Amy on the island of Curacao. He claimed to be a former member of the American Special Forces and said he could help free Amy. And he had an eyewitness to Amy's location who was a cook um, this woman who described Amy's tattoos to a T, she even described a lullaby she heard Amy singing that Amy's mother had taught her. So her mother was like, yeah. I recognize that song. Two other former former Navy SEALs were sent to Corsau to determine Amy's location. And then Joan, Frank Jones demanded more money to fund the armed rescue because he's like, I need money to like pull this heist off, basically. But first, the Bradleys were like, we need proof that our daughter's actually w- like with you and or not with you, but like, you know where she is. And that right. Is we're real. not just going to give you our money. Right. So he sent a photo of a woman resembling Amy in which some of her tattoos are visible. And the Bradleys sent him two hundred and ten thousand dollars. And then the Bradleys were instructed to fly to Florida to wait for a call from Frank Jones to let them know Amy had been rescued. So they waited in a hotel for a week, just like waiting on word that the heist had gone well. Not the heist. I don't know what the word is. The the rescue mission had gone well um, with these Navy SEALs. And they finally got a call from one of Jones's associates who told them he had learned that the whole operation was a scam. The cook, the photos, the Colombians and the house under surveillance were all a fraud designed to get money out of the Bradleys. And Jones, who had never actually been in the special forces, ultimately pled guilty to mail fraud and got five oh. years in jail. Oh, my God. And was ordered to pay back the money to the Bradleys. And like, yeah, they got their money back. But it's, they literally said, like, we spent so many months just following this lead and like thinking our daughter was going to be saved. And then oh my God. it was a complete fraud. And I guess the guy who called them who had found out that it was a fraud was like, he's down there drinking like Dom Perignon on your dime and like not doing shit. He's just taking your money. It was so fucked up. Oh my god! And they were like, we could have been searching for her, and uh, it was the year, like six months after she went missing. So it was like still right oh during that god. time, and they were like, it just was horrible. So talk about like a blow to your yeah morale. Um, so then in 2005, there was another potential sighting when a witness named Judy Moore claimed to have seen Amy in a department store bathroom in Barbados. 
And um, Judy Moore claimed a woman entered the restroom with a couple of men who were threatening her if she did not follow through on a deal. So when uh, Judy approached the distraught woman after the men left, she claimed the woman said her first name was Amy. She was from Virginia. And then the men reentered the bathroom and took her and dragged her away. So Moore called authorities who created composite sketches of the three men and the woman. Based on her account, the woman looks eerily like Amy from her like description mm -hmm. and the men there's sketches of the men also on the fbi's website if anyone wants to go look so possibly the most disturbing sighting was an email sent to the bradleys in 2005 which contained two photographs so this i actually remember from back then because i watch a lot of dr phil gotcha uh, <laughs> so this uh so an email was sent to the bradleys and it contained two photographs of a woman in a sexually suggestive pose and the photos were found by a member of an organization that attempts to track potential victims of sex trafficking on adult websites that feature sex workers. So the photos depict a scantily clad woman who closely resembles Amy, but who also appears to be distraught and despondent. So if you look at the photo of this woman, like lying back on the bed and she has like big curly, like nineties hair. And then you look at the photo of Amy, it's like, like their faces are just creepily so similar. And she like is much skinnier, but like they just look the same. It's very, very scary. Um, and she just looks beat down and sad. It's, it's really messed up. So after the Bradleys received this photo, Amy's mom and dad went on Dr. Phil and the photo was shown to the public along with a request for more information. So this segment is called other odd facts. So even before Amy disappeared, there were a few odd things happening around the ship. So three of the waiters on the ship were quite friendly with Amy almost immediately after she got on board. And while the ship was docked in Aruba, one of them asked Amy's father about her whereabouts by name. So they were like, where's Amy? And like, like one of the waiters. And when asked why he was looking for her, he told Mr. Bradley that they, presumably the other waiters, mm -hmm. wanted to take her to Carlos, Carlos and Charlie's. Ooh, sorry. Sound like the end of the <laughs> ding, episode. Ding, ding, ding. Wanted to take her to Carlos and Charlie's, which, by the way, is the same bar that Natalie Holloway disappeared from in oh, 2005. So... Oh my and gosh. Years later, six years later, Natalie Holloway disappeared from that exact bar in Aruba. So very It might be like a it just was it was just very a very <sighs> weird parallel. I don't know if that's in Aruba. Sorry, I just said that and I'm not sure if that's true. But it's it could be on in the, the Caribbean. It could be like in the mainland of Miami. <laughs> the island. The island of Miami. <laughs> um so Amy also told her father during the three days that they were on the ship that the waiters gave her the creeps um and she didn't want anything to do with them. So that combined with them asking the right, dad, like, yeah. where, where is she? We want to take her to this bar. Like, not good. Um, and that night. So, OK, this gets really weird. So that night of the party where she and her brother are out, like, partying right. it up. Hanging out with yellow. Hanging out with yellow and you know, red and, and green. And tie-dye and glow in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> right. Those colors that you G.I.D. I don't know. G.I.D. Glow in the dark. Yeah, I know. Oh, OK. <laughs> Oh my God. I just hope they don't just like stay on Paisley. solid colors. Like, yeah, there's like polka dot and flannel. Paisley's a pretty like band member name, I think. So that, yeah, flannel. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on to the really dark shit. Sorry. Okay. So that night, while they're hanging out with tie dye and yellow, right? Yeah, yeah. So the staff posted photos of all everybody. So the, the family had gone to this like fancy formal dinner on the ship before the like dance party. So there was a photographer and the photographer was taking all these pictures of everybody like hanging out dancing and like families at tables. And they posted all the photos on a big wall. So the next day, so Amy's mother uh, went and looked at the photos, noticed that every single photo that f had featured her daughter was missing. 
So even photos of just her, of her with her brother, of her with the family, somebody had taken them and it wasn't anyone in her family. So all of the, and the gallery supervisor was like, no, there were, there were like several of her and they were all just gone. Weird. Then after dinner that same night, so Amy entered the like disco room, the like Mm -hmm. dance floor of the ship and she was dancing with a member of the band. Oh, sorry. That's yellow. Never mind. (laughs) Hanging out with polka dot again. (laughs) Oh, I'm stupid. You can keep that in. Okay. (laughs) It's no use fighting it. So after dinner, so she's hanging out with, she's dancing with yellow basically. So people had observed her dancing with yellow. Um, I guess with the name like Alistair. I mean, Alistair's a cool name. You should have kept that. doesn't matter. Okay. So Yellow <laughs> and Amy were even videotaped by a cameraman who was creating like this promotional piece for the cruise line. So they had a photographer, but they also had this videographer like taking like, look at this fun dance floor. Go on a cruise, you know, mm-hmm. making a promo video. So when the news about Amy's disappearance went like public, this videographer was like, oh, I wonder if I have any footage of her in my tape from that night. And, um, he did, he had, he had like footage of her with yellow and after Amy left her room, she was seen. So there's footage of her with yellow right? at approximately 6am. Okay. Even though he said the last time I saw her was 1am <gasps> and a witness subsequently claimed to have seen yellow. <laughs> Sorry. This is Douglas. And I'm like, no, he has a stupid name. What is it again? It's a color. Okay. <laughs> A witness subsequently claimed to have seen Yellow hand Amy a dark drink, possibly coffee, around 6 a.m. And then other witnesses saw him leaving the area by himself, but Amy was never seen again. So in the video footage that this guy took, they're dancing together very closely, like they're clearly hitting it off. And it's like, okay, so these two, so the combination of them like really hitting it off all night at this dance party and then like security footage showing them together at 6 a.m., multiple witnesses saying he handed her a cup of coffee at 6 a.m. And then him saying, no, I didn't see her after 1 a.m. is like right, right. super duper fishy. Uh, so police cleared yellow after he took a polygraph. And that was before they had seen the video of them like dancing oh, together. So they and already stuff. cleared him and yep. you like, got it, got it, yep, got yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> so in late 2010, probably as a result of Hurricane Thomas, which was happening then, a human jawbone washed up on a beach in Aruba. It was quickly determined to have no connection to Natalie Holloway. So she was like a huge disappearance a couple years before in 05. Um, And so once they determined that the jawbone was not connected to Natalie Holloway, they ceased any further testing, despite the fact that not only Amy, but up to as many as nine other Caribbean Caribbean vacationers were said to have disappeared around that area um, in the 15 years prior to Natalie's case. So even though there were... 10 people missing beyond natalie they refused to like test the job bone any further that's just unbelievable and no dna testing was ever done on the material so the test that they did do determined that the job bone came from a young caucasian female but beyond that they didn't do any testing oh my god yeah it's not good they never Um, gave a reason for why they would just like nope be so fucking negligent they were just like oh well it's not natalie hallway and then just moved on yeah it's not good um, so Amy Lynn Bradley now has been missing for over 20 years. The 20th anniversary was this past March. Um, there is a $250,000 reward offered by the Bradley family for information leading to Amy's return and a $50,000 reward for information leading to her location. Amy's family says they will never give up on finding her, even though it's been over two decades. And authorities have asked anyone with any information concerning the disappearance of Amy to contact their local FBI office or the nearest American consulate. 
uh, if you're not in the country. And if uh, if she's still alive, Amy's now 44 years old, five foot seven. Uh, when she went missing, she had short brown hair and green eyes, but she may have died of blonde. Um, and she was only like 115 pounds. Like she was very small. Her ears are pierced multiple times. She has the tattoos I mentioned earlier. Um, she has a tattoo of frosted tips. <laughs> yep. Um, you can find age progressed photos of what she might have looked like online. Um, the FBI released those. And then during all this research, I just wanted to add that I found my new favorite website, which okay. is called www.cruiselawnews.com. Quote, everything cruise lines don't want you to know. End oh. quote. <laughs> which is like a wild time. Oh, my gosh. It is very. They have a whole section called disappearances. <gasps> and so Amy's is like and they update it frequently. They update the public with any new information that the FBI releases, like any sketches or, you know, composites or whatever. So it's like a really crazy website and you can kind of go in like a black hole of like looking at all the Will do. stuff Got that's it. happened. It's really fascinating. So that is the story of Amy Lynn Bradley. Um, and I just I just personally wanted to add a quick note, if that's OK, about yeah. human trafficking, um, which is something that I like did work on in high school and college. And it's like very something I care a lot about. Um, <laughs> I'm like, fun facts. <laughs> oh, it's God. Not fun. It's not fun. I didn't prepare his geoscope, so we're going to have to pause this and, and add one great yeah um okay so some some fun facts about human trafficking uh, if that no they're not evil facts evil evil facts um so there are more people in slavery today than ever beho- before in the history of the world horrible the average slave costs about 90 dollars. Oh. human trafficking is the third largest international crime industry behind drugs and arms trafficking it reportedly generates a profit of 32 billion dollars every year and of that number, fifteen point five billion is made in industrialized countries, so like Western countries. Oh my God! According to the U.S. State Department, six hundred to eight hundred thousand people are trafficked across international borders every year, of which eighty percent are female and half are children. <gasps> the average age a teen enters the sex trade in the U.S. is twelve to fourteen. Oh. Many victims are runaway girls who are sexually abused as children. And California harbors three of the FBI's 13 highest child sex trafficking areas in the nation, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and San Diego. But there is a a good thing that you guys can do if you want to, that I have downloaded that now that we're touring and stuff, I think we can probably take advantage of too, is this app called Traffic Cam, T-R-A-F-F-I-C-K-C-I-M. Um, and it basically, it helps people combat sex trafficking by uploading photos of the hotel rooms they stay in while they travel because oh wow it's crazy because traffickers will post photographs of their victims posed in hotel rooms right like to on, so, as, so people can use those references to figure out where yeah. someone is as like advertisements yeah so then the photographs so the fbi is able to take those photos of the hotel rooms match them to photos that people upload of like i was staying at the Westin in this in columbus or whatever and yeah. um they're able to match like track where where these photos are being taken so it's basically a database that investigators can use to like match up the hotel rooms. Everyone should go do that. Yeah. It's really cool. And like, I downloaded it, but like we haven't really, I haven't been able to use it yet, but, um, that's just kind of a cool thing that exists that can help you at least make, make you feel like you're doing, doing a little something. Yeah. So (laughs) that's got really heavy at the end. got real heavy. I apologize for that. I mean, it's not your fault that sex trafficking exists. (laughs) Oh, it's not. Okay. No. Um, no, that's horrible. There, I'm in my town in Fredericksburg. Somehow that is like a big industry. There, yeah. that's a big. That's one of the big things that they warn you about. That and heroin are what my town is known same for. Within, in the in the dark world. Same with the, my our highway that goes through Cincinnati. Yeah, 
is like one of the top like it goes from florida all the way through ohio is it 95 uh 71 oh but we have 95 95 but, is over there too yeah <laughs> but i um because fredericksburg is exactly the middle point between dc and richmond mm. and so they're huge two huge state or cities and so like fredericksburg is known to be like a like a stopping point yeah where people trade off and so it's very scary and i it, yeah i mean i luckily have never been someone who was you know a victim of that at all but like it's still like terrifying to hear that you know what's well, scary that watch it happens because it could happen to anyone at any but it's also scary that like watch out because it's happening to people around you like whether you know it or not yeah like it's not even like oh you might and be it freaks me out of like oh like what if i was you know on a cruise with a friend she was like oh i i met up with this guy and like i'm gonna go like make yeah. out with him somewhere i'm gonna or, go like, like have coffee with hook him. up with him tonight so like i'm not going to come back to my room it's like oh should i like make sure you're okay or should i just trust that i'm going to see you in the morning yeah. like things like that or Super just like creepy. even seeing girls and you're like yeah i hope you're you know it's just yeah really like scary. seeing people walk around you're like i wonder if like they're like hoping that someone will go over and say are you in trouble yeah see something say something yes well and also yeah i was looking at like the i don't know the number one through three but ohio's number four of of states Jeez. with instances of trafficking because of that one highway that goes into canada so it's like border i don't wow. know it's very scary so anyway that's that's my Oof. spiel on that um very heavy uh we don't have an ad to put here guys so don't worry <laughs> don't worry People just gonna complaining about our ads and i'm like listen we gotta make some some moolah although we make two that to be too many they're ads? interrupting the stories yeah oh clean cut goes here i'm sorry no ads here so what do we do let me tell you a scorpio scope i have to go find it first okay Okay, so normally I do a Scorpio scope here, but um, some people have been clamoring for a uh, a Junie scope slash an Eva scope. Yes, because Junie and Eva are both Pisces. Pisces, spicy Pisces. Oh, that's cute. Okay, there are spicy Pisces. Um, so I have a, a little Pisces scope. It doesn't really have the same ring to it as a Scorpio scope, but it no. took me also six months to come up with so. a Pisces scope. A spicy Pisces scope. A spicy Pisces scope. I like that. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Ready, Eva? Get ready for your... All right. Get ready for us to tell you your your fortune. Oh, shit. Sorry. Your emotions could be extra powerful today, Pisces. (laughs) She just laughs. (laughs) I just literally heard from the other side of the room, Eva go, okay. (laughs) Although something may not feel as if it's sitting right, it could be a feeling of manipulation. Perhaps you've misjudged someone else's sensitivity, and now they're trying to get back at you in a subtle yet harmful way. Also like always. <laughs> She's like, yes, yeah, standard. She's like, uh, can't confirm. She's like, it's Em and Christine. <laughs> <laughs> Attend to your feelings. Spend some time alone. No, don't do that. Spend time with us. Yeah, don't. We, please don't leave us. Don't, we need you. Please do not leave us. Spend some time alone if it helps you get more in tune with your emotions. Okay, only then can you leave us. I need it. Like yeah, go to the mountains. No, don't go to the mountains. You're going to get eaten by something. Yep. I watched I Survived the other day, and this mountain lion attacked this this couple and ripped his scalp off. It was terrible. This is still part of your fortune, by the way. <laughs> anyway, astrology. <laughs> and then it says, by the way, need a prediction? Chat with a psychic for free. Hey, I'm a psychic. I'm not. But chat with me for free. What is wrong with you? I just want to be acknowledged and talked to. Okay, sorry, Em. Read my I'll swirl my wine glass. Oh! What's the thing sediment? Instead of tea leaves, we can read like wine sediment in the glass. I didn't know that was a thing, but I'm down. <laughs> Your face. Um, do you want me to read yours, Em? A thousand percent. I mean, ours. And yours. Yeah, ours, yeah. right. 
let's pretend I'm doing something nice for you, but really it's for myself. Oh, okay. Classic. Wow, you're so kind. Classic Gemini. Noble Christine is what we call her after hours. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to rub it into the rest of the world. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Wow, this is fitting. There's an extra spark in your eye that people won't be able to ignore. Today's a good day to get your point across. Oh, wow. Christine didn't do that already. <laughs> yeah, this is yours too, you asshole. <laughs> because you'll find people more open and receptive to new things than usual. Speak with confidence and you'll go far. It's important for you to say what you feel. If you don't, others will find reasons to walk all over you. Eva. God damn it, Eva. And then and Geo finally too. we got to do the Scorpio scope. You may need a translator to get through to people today, Scorpio. Yep. It could be hard to make decisions, but not impossible. Today's tip is to err on the side of adventure. <gasps> he should snuggle a little harder than normal. Or like go eat some dead birds or whatever the hell he does out there <laughs> in the backyard. Trust that good luck will pull you through if you take risks. You may feel unappreciated. He is he really is such a drama queen though. I know he is. He's I don't. so sweet. Ask, I'll I'll feed right into it. That's fine. Of course you will. Ask for help when you need it, but don't rely on others to heal you. I did take him to the vet today and he hated it. So maybe, maybe <laughs> he that's can why. rely on me to heal all of his wounds. I'm sure he can. Most of your healing work needs to come from within. Oh, I think that's what he was saying to me when he was at the vet staring at me like, how dare you do this to me? My <laughs> healing comes from within. I don't need a board to tell a vaccine. <laughs> anyway oh bbg that's it for today folks thank you guys for listening if you made it this far congratulations and sorry all at once we're so proud of you for that um no one else is though um (laughs) well absolutely not so you can if you wish to continue this relationship you can find us at facebook twitter instagram or patreon excuse me our scorpios or our scorpios oh my goodness our gemini scope said to speak confidently and people will listen what do you think i tried speaking if you want to listen we're both trying to speak confidently as gemini's currently you're not speaking confidently you have to say you love this podcast and you will listen to it you better do what christine says or else yeah correct Anyway, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, ATWWD podcast. We also have our website, and that's why we drink.com, where you can also find our tour dates. We mm-hmm. will slowly be adding dates, but we cannot we cannot divulge where yet. But they're coming. Um, but we can divulge uh, November 7th, so please be ready for Philadelphia, and also please help us sell out our third try at Hollywood Improv. Yes, please. On September 23rd. Um, you can also find our shop and that's why we drink dot big com, and you can also send us goodies at, uh, hmm, 1920 Hillhurst <laughs> Ave, number two, six, five North. <laughs> nope. Nope. Los Angeles. <laughs> that's the city we live in. Nine zero zero two seven. I'll never get it right. There'll always be weird pregnant pauses. Um, you can pregnant pauses. What the fuck? If you were to send us any goodies, we do a once a month fan mail video where we open all all of our good stuff, and you will be recognized and appreciated. Yes, you will be Um, on video on video forever. We're doing one this weekend. We are, and we are also doing our once a month uh, listeners stories episode where we put one out on the first of every month. And if you would like to submit your own paranormal or true crime stories, you can, at, and that's why we drink at gmail.com. That's right. And that's why we drink. Oh, you didn't play along. No. <laughs> I did it confidently like a Gemini. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. I ruined my own thing. Okay, bye. 
Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.